Welcome to the Blurred Buffet Podcast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Whatever, cold open. What's up, people? I'm Muffin. No. I'm nobody. He's Brian, and this is the Blur Buffet Podcast. Yeah. Sorry, it's been a while. Uh, life's been life, and we went on vacation uh, since the last time we recorded. Did we? Yeah. We the last time we recorded was April 16th. We went to Tennessee. Ah, that's right. We did do that. <laughs> yeah. So between vacation, Mother's Day, and general fucking laziness and life happening, you know, it, we took a little break. A little hiatus. It's all right. Y'all live. Y'all ain't listening to us anyway. It's all right. <laughs> you didn't have to go there. It's funny though. It's not funny. Okay. Anywho. At all. Let's talk about current watches. What are, what are we watching, Brian? You tell me. We're currently watching Tell My Chan as a girl, and honestly, it's adorable. I'm having a great time. Are you having a great time? Of course. It's you think funny. it's funny? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's it's a really cute fucking anime. Like so far, five out of five stars. Five out of five. Yeah, five out of five stars. I don't, I don't want to go that far. Like, if if the thirteen episodes of this show is all we get, yeah, five out of five stars. Like it ends I with mean, the thirteen it, episodes. It, it, it's not nowhere near brotherhood. Brotherhood is five out of five, so this can't be five out of five. Why can't it? What, what do you mean? Why can't it? Why can't it? Because I mean, brotherhood has to be like six out of five. You got it. Is it absolutely? I, I, I don't break my scale. I'm not Dave Meltzer. If you're a wrestling fan, I don't, you, okay. you know, you, you know. But yeah, I don't break my scale. It's four out of five. Fine, four out of five. Four and a half out of five. Jeez. These it's rank, adorable. And these ranking mean nothing to you? <laughs> it means nothing. I'm just saying. Like, we, we came out of Doctor Strange, and I was like, yeah, 10 out of 10 immediately, bitch. And then I'm just, like, sitting on it, and I'm just like, yeah, it, it was all right. It was a good show. Like, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I need to sit with myself and really, like, have time. But I my jerk reaction, five out of five. Like, no complaints, no notes. Excellent show. Well, it's, Doc, it's fucking funny. What, Doctor Strange, or are you just talking about no, Tell Much? Oh, oh, okay. Cause you said Doctor Strange, like there's, there's a lot of complaining about Doctor Strange. I'm just saying, like <laughs> my scale eventually depreciates the further I get away from the show. Uh, okay. Just because, like, yeah, it's great, but I also don't think it's gonna be very memorable, memorable or impactful for me. So, like, while I'm having an excellent time watching it now, I know if you ask me a year in a year's time, like I'm gonna be like, yeah, Tell Much was like a three out of five. It's good. It was great. Which one is true? You said it's three out of five. It's good. It's great. None of the words. But like, I don't remember shit about it. Okay. So like, I can't give it higher than that because okay. like, I just know it's not gonna be one that I can recall every fucking moment. Oh, I can't recall. Though every there moment is or... one line that I'm definitely taking away. Oh, wow. Are you trying to bang me? <laughs> I can't remember thinking of brotherhood, but I know it's five out of five. It's all that you just know. You just gotta trust your memory. Nah, I know story trust beats in that bitch, bank. and it'll never leave me. I got a tattooed on my body. Nah, do you? Yeah. I don't have anything of the sort. I, I. Uh... You gotta commit, babes. No, no, yeah. thank you. I like my skin. Anywho, so that's what we're currently watching. We're, we were week to week for Hell's Paradise, but I decided to let that go and we'll just binge it. Because uh, I binge read the manga and, yeah. ooh, so good. One of the best manga I've read. The pacing, immaculate. The yeah. characters, fucking love them. The action, amazing. The horror and the gore, amazing. And I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see this shit animated because you're seeing like it, like all these horrifying acts mm. and knowledge against this gorgeous, beautiful paradise of a background, mm. and the the dichotomy is, oh, I love it. 
Now, I can't say enough about it. Quick point of order. How many episodes of Hell's Predators have we seen thus far? We've seen five. Five, okay. Uh, if, if you can't remember, that's fine. We don't want to talk about it, but... First five episodes of Chainsaw Man. First five episodes of JJK. First five episodes of I can't remember because I was doing a soft rewatch of Chainsaw Man. Of, of, of Hell's Paradise, right? They call it the Dark Trio. I keep wanting to call it the Dark Triad. Oh, that's why. Because it's, it's, that's the current arc in Black Clover. That's why that sounds right. It sounds familiar. Ah, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to... Obviously, I can't remember the first five episodes of JJK. But just, just from a beginning standpoint. I didn't know the first five episodes uh, of JJK. Chainsaw Man... It's a lot of action, right? The first five episodes. Same thing with Hell's Paradise. JJK I feel like gives you more story. The first five episodes. It JJK uh, builds the world better yeah, five the, episodes yeah, yeah, than they, both Chainsaw Man and Hell's Paradise. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now I have not read the manga. I have read JJK and I also read uh, Chainsaw Man, so I'm caught up and I, for the most part, I know what's going on and how the story plays out. Hell's Paradise, I cannot speak to that. So, but what I will say, if I have to rank them just based on the first few episodes, they would probably go JJK. Hell's Paradise, believe it or not, and Chainsaw Man, right? Um, obviously, I don't know how Hell's Paradise is going to end. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ooh. would you say from a story beat in a world building standpoint, uh, no, actually, the chart, let, let, let's put let's put world building to the side for a minute because I feel like on a rate is going is going to build the world, like just the world building and how it looks and how they live in it greatly. From a story aspect, how does it rank up to JJK? Let's say. Um, I rank it higher than JJK mostly because my preference for storytelling. Okay. Um, and this is like a beautiful example. Like you talked about, like what makes an anime good mm. earlier before we started recording. And when we when we do that episode, I'll expand on this a bit more. But there are two different types of storytellers. Ones who will load you up on the front end with all the information and then like with with all the characters and set up the entire plot, the entire storyline in in its premise. In that first episode, you have the goal, here's your main character, here's here's who's he's gonna like be interacting with throughout the entire length of this story. Let's get into this shit. And you have JJK, where you have, here's your main character. Here's a here's a delinquent and a uh, delinquent. Here's a dilemma and a and a mystery. Let's delve into it. So I prefer you answer all my questions. Like you, I prefer more setup in the beginning of a story. So Hell's Paradise, those first five episodes, they introduce like thirty people. Right. And. They do it because by the time we get to the end of season one, half of them are going to be dead. So they loaded it up and then you immediately discard exactly who we don't need to care about anymore. And then you're left with your core group. And they've been in stressful situations, so their bonds are immediately established and getting tighter and tighter as they save each other and get out of hairy-ass situations versus JJK where, like by the end of season one they're just like cool but not even by the end of season one by like episode eight or nine Yuji Itadori's dead quote unquote he dies and when he pops back at the at the high school arc like the the joint this is essentially a joint training arc I don't know uh like nobody cares that he comes back because they haven't developed a strong enough relationship between each other yet what yeah, they haven't developed a strong relationship between each other yet. You know, like, there weren't any tears when Itadori died. 
Like, Yuji didn't, like, break down. I mean, not Yuji. Megami didn't break down because he just watched Itadori die. Like, Sukuna ripped his heart out in front of him, and there was no emotional impact. Like, and when the second years get introduced, they don't give a fuck about Yuji Itadori. They're just like, oh, another freshman died. Oh, well. And that's because it's just too loosely woven at this point. They're going to get stronger and build up as it goes. Mm. But, yeah, that that's the difference between all of those things. Nah, that's cool. I, I was just curious because it seemed like uh, just from episodes I've seen, once again, haven't read any manga, I just feel like I get the vibe that this show is going to, I guess, heart more on the, uh, like, you know, the... the what it means to be, I guess, uh, someone killing for the sense of, you know, it's the right thing to do, like, you know, decide your girls on, the executioners on the killing for love and killing, you know, outside of the law, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they're gonna, they're gonna, uh, you know, go down that route if it feels like it, especially with the eternal struggle between our main character and, and the chick that's watching over him right now. Yeah, and that's what I mean by front-loading your story, because, like, you've told me exactly what all 127 chapters are about of the manga it's already completed and right. you've only seen five episodes right. you know exactly what the gist is you know exactly what right. they're trying to achieve we still don't understand the fucking point of Jujutsu Kaisen oh <laughs> uh, well I mean we or can't Chainsaw Man uh no I, I would disagree I, I kinda I kinda get the point in the premise of Chainsaw Man JJK uh, no 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 the, the, so like we have the premise it's the it's the fight curse curse thingies yeah why am I losing all my terminology? What's happening to me? It's just curses. It's just to fight curses. And Chainsaw Man, it's to fight devils. That's it. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the overarching theme is trying to achieve at, by the end of the show. We, I can't tell you outright in one sentence what Jujutsu Kaisen's goal is. Because while we well, have a character's goals, uh, we don't have the purpose and what the vibe of this story is going to be about from the author. Well, well, I mean, I, 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 I guess. But like, I, is this supposed to be a story about death? Is this supposed to be like an an, an allegory on humanity and the problems we face? Yeah. Like, I, that's every fucking story. Well, yes. But, but I'm saying, but, like, you told me that Hell's Paradise uh, is going to be about the morality behind killing. That's yeah. it. It never goes deeper than that. I mean, it goes deeper than that, but it is never strays from that one sentence. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand that. But just for me personally, I, I feel like I can enjoy both version of storytelling like the morality of a concept cool I, I like that like explore that but also i also like for much as how we you know we talk about naruto the big three and dragon ball z these long-running animes that really just have a world to live in and we follow different characters how to interact that <coughs> excuse me that's cool as well because that that leads to uh what's the word that leads to compelling villains and comparing uh, compelling characters right and while the guy in jjk for example um gato uh, well, he's not Gato right now. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, you know, no, Gato. no, no. He's Gato. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna leave that alone. Like how, like how he, like we see this flashback, which will be coming up early in the summertime. Um, you know, in July sixth, yeah, he announced that date. He was show. on the same side as Gojo. Like why he turned? Why he's a different ideology? That's cool as well because obviously, at the end of the day, do you want to? What, what do you remember more? Would you remember more a character and his ideals, or you remember more about the about the more aspects of a show, right? Like for instance, like people like Pain will always be in my mindset over like what was like the whole mantra of you know you abandoning your friends, you're worse than a scum thing that Naruto tried to push out. I'll always remember Pain and his ideology over anything, right? I will always remember Scar, believe it or not, over the overall theme of 
brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? The whole like what what is the equivalent of a human soul? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that type of thing they try to push, but I always remember Scar first. I always remember, you know, teacher when she gave up. You know what I'm saying? I guess characters and their stories, how they live in the world, is intriguing to me, right? Because See, this is the beauty of anime. You you have two very different we have two very different viewpoints right. on what we take away from right. the story because I I'm but, the opposite. Right, right, right. But I will say this about uh Parad- Hell's Paradise and it'll move on to, you know, our talking about uh, you know, reviewing the Tokyo Avengers. Um I don't know how long this show will be, and I, I really no more than fifty episodes. I, I don't. Okay, cool. I don't understand the whole concept, you know, chapters to anime episodes because, like, like we saw yesterday, uh, Tomo Chan technically speaking has one hundred and fifty-eight chapters, <laughs> but each no, cha- has fifty-one chapters. Okay, one hundred and fifty. No, I'm saying like has one hundred and fifty-eight chapters, quote unquote. But each chapter is one page, right? So, Nine hundred fifty-three. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know, what I'm saying, so like, it's like a ridiculous number. But each episode is like three parts. It's like old school, like uh, you know, cartoons from our era, right? Where you like SpongeBob. SpongeBob has like two or three different plot points in ten minute segments, right? So. I, I, I don't know. And I say that saying because I don't... If you're saying it's 50 episodes of Hell of Paradise, that's a good amount of number. Because they're already showing us the girl that's following our main character, how she feels about her job and life and shit. Like, they already showed their hand. So, you know, that's one thing I feel like, okay, Hell of Paradise, how long the show is going to be? Because, like, I'm not a kind of guy to action... Like, you could say, oh, Brian, you know, you grew up on Dragon Ball Z. Sure, 100%. But as an adult, action doesn't carry a whole show. That's why... Really, what I want to do an episode about uh, what makes a good anime? Anime. I'm starting to kind of have doubts about Demon Slayer. I, 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 I'm starting feeling. I, I feel like I do. I, I feel like I do, and that we'll get to that later on because that's my hot take. That, that's really my hot take later on. Um, but yeah, so Tokyo Muffin has a face. No, 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 no. Before we get into the Tokyo Avengers review, okay. I just a um, couple things. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we've already in Hell's Paradise. We've already developed Sagiri. Okay. Um, the chick who's with Gabi Mara. Yes. She after this, she's no longer the main character. Oh, oh she never, she never was. No, I, no, no, no. I mean, like Hell's Paradise gives everybody the chance to be their own main character. Okay. So that's why she got developed so fast, and then it's gonna move on back to Gabi Mara, and then it's gonna move on to all the other Isamon and their criminals. Uh-huh. So we that that's why it seems like it's moving like that. Right. Like where else is this gonna go? Well, it, she's no longer the star of the show. Right. And then it's gonna be the next person and the next person. Yeah. And then you got deaths in between. Yeah. And that was what where Attack on Titan for me failed mm. because like they didn't. It was more about the spectacle of the Titans rather than developing these humans struggling to live in this world. Yeah. And then when they did develop somebody, the the people that they gave the most development to, like John and Connie. Uh, Arguably, I guess yeah. they don't fucking die. Right. Like in a in a show where the the death rate is high, your named characters aren't suffering enough for me. Yeah, but it, it's it's a situation. I'm gonna talk. I'll tell you real quick that I I don't I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like when someone uh, a manga artist is you know drawing up the show and it's the animating set show, I feel like they either don't pivot from the original thing when they're writing, let's say they're writing a manga, or they refuse to, or they just think that, you know, the storytelling is compelling enough. Because I feel like Attack on Titan story, just enough, it, you could just not name anybody. You could just have, give names to Reiner, Berto, Mikasa, Annie, everybody, you know, like, you just give those names. Nobody else can have a name. The show still be good for me. Because, Absolutely. Because, like, it's easy to say that now, given to see how the characters develop, but I feel like the story itself is big enough to where I don't need to know about characters because, like, I need Sasha because be, because 
the Attack on Titan has shown me that this could have been anybody. And not in a bad way. Like, this could have been anybody like, I have royal blood. I got to turn into a smiling titan. I am the king. I, I, my family, eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no significance to who you are. And yes, that could be the point of the show. But uh, I feel like towards the end, they are kind of harping on the character. Like, no, 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 no. This world is fucked up. Like, just, yeah, it's fucked up. But yeah, Tokyo Avengers Season 2. No. No. Before then. Before then. I, I feel like we're, uh, we're, we're teasing it. We are teasing it. But let's get into the hot take segment. Uh, okay. Tell me, explain your Demon Slayer. Nah, say that for the end. Save for the end? Are you all going to do it now? No, we'll, we'll save for the end. Fine. Good. Fine. Let's review Tokyo Avengers. Because we're going to agree on Tokyo Avengers, but the end is going to be like, oh, what the fuck, Brian? You're Who right. are you? You're, you're right. And we haven't even talked about what my hot take is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, save for the end. Okay, so talk, right. Tokyo Avengers Season 2. We talked about Season 1 a little bit, and also uh, in conjunction with our overall rankings of our anime, we kind of shut some stuff around because, you know, some stuff is too high, some stuff is too low, right? Um, but Season 2, I will say this. This, this, was, this was my concern going into the show, watching, well, not going into the show, going into Season 2 and watching it. Uh, First season, about 24, 22 episodes, I forget, something else, something like that ilk. Um, and I always hard back, to, I watched Erased. Erased is 12 episodes, the same time traveling aspect. Uh, ReZero is much longer than both these shows, and I think it's definitely suffering for it, in my opinion. Um, that's a story for another day. Wait, what? Huh? What? What? You said ReZero is longer than what? ReZero is longer than both Tokyo Avengers. Yeah. Revenge is not long. Re-Zero is not long in the Tokyo Avengers. No. Anime. No. How, how, how many episodes is Re-Zero? It only has two seasons. How, how many episodes is Re-Zero? I don't care about how many seasons it has. I don't know how many episodes are in the second season. There no I think there's like 13 episodes in the second season. There, there, there's no way Re-Zero is not, not as long or longer than Tokyo Avengers. Hold it's on. as long. <laughs> it might be longer. Come I don't on. There's no way. And if it's not, it feels longer. If... Let's see. That's because that shit drags. Let's see. Season one has twenty five episodes. Yes. All right. Uh, Tell your Avengers is season one is twenty five episodes. Twenty four or twenty five. Let's see. Season. Uh, hold on. Reserve. What was the other anime you said? Hold on. Erased. Oh, Erased is thirteen fucking episodes. 12, yeah, absolutely. Episodes. Yeah. And season two of Reserve twenty five episodes. So that's fifty. No. Okay. My bad. Damn. I'm just saying. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. So there. It's easy to say they're longer than those two shows combined. I wasn't trying to make that point, but the numbers are numbers. So the point being is, the race was the perfect length. All I'm saying is to do, to do the whole, hey, I'm trying to prevent something in the past, going back and forth in time, right? Especially when we know what's the future he's trying to get out of. Season one was phenomenal because they gave us, what's it? Sorry. What is it? Five? It's like five captains of Tolman. Something like that? No. I'm talking about the OG captains, right? The, like, oh, six. The, the six, six, the founding members, right? Yeah. So we pretty much go through all go through all of them. We meet our main character, Takamichi. We, he has his friends. He has his female companion. Uh, what was the name? Hina. Hina, yeah, Hina. We see all of that. It was perfect, in my opinion, right? Perfect for season one. The time element is all good, cool. Season one, then a very good cliff, cliffhanger. We finally see Kisaki in the present time, and... It seems that, you know, your boy, uh, Chifuya doesn't get killed. He does get killed. And it seems like Takamichi is about to get killed, right? Perfect cliffhanger, right? So now I'm concerned how season two is going to play out. Um, because at this point, like, okay, you got to the point now, as a viewer, we've seen Kisaki. We've seen the big bet of this show, right? 
How long is season two going to be? I was relieved to know it was only 13 episodes. Like, cool. That, that that's, that's good. But it started out very, very slow. Yes. And we made a joke. Like, about, why is he bowling? Yeah, no, that, that, that's fine. I, I don't care about that. Like, slice of life stuff in anime is fine. But my point being is, like, okay. We, we made a joke about, hey, yeah, season two is, like, not it because of the lack of Mikey and Draken. But I... I, I we weren't wrong. By the time Mike and Draken appeared in that church episode, like later on in the season, it felt like okay, now the show's back on track. Because at the end of the day, in the present time, Mikey's still gone. Draken is on death row in the present time, so we know his fate. But we still know what's going on with Mikey, and we gotta figure out what causes Mikey to disappear or go rogue. The Mikizuki, you know, come in command. And I feel like they spent too much time, in my opinion. Focus on, on the Christmas showdown. Yeah, Christmas showdown. Sheba's character, his sister, his family, that was all cool and all. Sheba? She, that's not the last name, Sheba? Am I making that up? No, I think you're right. You're right. Okay, but their family dynamic is cool, but the show's not about you. Because cause what, what at the end of the day, all that, like, let's say seven, eight episodes or however long it was, all that was like to, to basically show that Kisaki, Kisaki got kicked out of Toulon. That's all that was. It could have moved along way faster. See, we think about it. That was the end result of all of that. Kisaki getting kicked out of Tomon. Yeah, because he betrays Shifuyu yeah. and ties him up. He yeah. betrays Shifuyu and, uh, me, not Mitsuya, Shifuyu and Takemichi. Yeah, yeah Takemichi, yes. Yeah. All that just to show, like I said, that, like, cool the Black Dragons, cool their fixture in the future. Also cool that, yes, we got to prevent this Tomon man from killing his brother, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day... For 13 episodes, for like 66, 70% of your season to be basically, this is the reason why Kisaki got kicked out. And in the present time, we never knew or understood that Kisaki. We didn't know that he had ever gotten kicked e- out. Exactly, for sure. So, like, the bad cat really saved it with Mikey and Draken because we thought, I thought Mikey was losing his mind because he said, yeah, Baji, my brother, led me here. But it was just like, you know, that that was a perfect little red herring. And to me, it saved season two. I say save in the sense of like, I'm not going to say out of five stars, it was like one or two. But it definitely prevented me from being like, man, this is kind of like a, just a letdown, man. If I think the whole show as a whole from season one is a four or five, this is like taking it down to a three, two, man. Like just overall, like overall all the episodes, right? Because like, I'm a big proponent, especially with streaming services and having the mental capacity to absorb these episodes. Episode per what happened, right? Uh, but yes, he's going to get kicked out. And then now we see, the, I guess, the next great, big, great event that's going to cause Mikey to apparently, spoiler alert, um, to do it, commit his first murder. And he goes in his paradise saying, yeah, any problem I have, Tomon or otherwise, I can just solve by killing people. I'm the invincible Mikey, essentially, right? That's fucking awesome. That is a cool plot point of character development. And we could have got there better and easier in 13 episodes, right? Hell, if you wanted to do this, if that's all the story you had to tell, you could have did this in 8 episodes. You could have did this in 7 episodes. That was my only, my only, um, my only issue, right? Because now... They did the thing I didn't think they were going to do. Like, first thing, I thought, oh, shit, season two is they're going to keep harping back on this time-traveling aspect, which is cool, but how many times are you going to just shake your boy's hand and go back to the present, right? Like, you have to find him. He, he may think, like, well, this, this like, like he and his boyfriend is weird. He keeps shaking my hand. He's running points of time in the past, right? Like, yeah, like, and I'm just like, you already broke down and told Shifuyu. Yeah. Tell Naoto. Yeah. Like, I, he knows in the future. He does not know in the past. He's uh, being fucking weird. Exactly. He's he being very weird about himself. But they didn't really harp on the time very much. But what the fucking harp on? Like I said, with the family drama with the Black Dragons, which is like, 
Which, okay, but... Yeah, and it didn't need to be a thing because right. I feel like, and this is... I don't know if this is me contradicting myself earlier, but it feels like... It's not, because Hakai wasn't even a factor in season one. Not really. He may have been in the background. Saw so him, like, once, yeah. Like, back, yeah. Yeah. And, like, so why are we dedicating so much screen time to him? And I guess it's more so we can see more of Mitsuya's character. Because, like, he goes back to the future and then, boom, Mitsuya's dead. And, right. my, and then I want to talk about an issue I had in okay. season two. When after the Christmas showdown and your boy leaves the Black Dragons there, the Black Dragons get absorbed into Tokyo Majin Gang yeah. under Takemichi. Takemichi's like, cool, cool. I, I fixed the past. Let me jump back into the future. Mitsuya's dead. Everybody's dead. Mikey's on the lam. Yeah. And Kisaki is also listed as a dead member yeah. by Naoto. Right. And if Mikey was targeting Tokyo Majin gang members, uh. why the fuck did he go after Kisuke? Oh. Does that mean that after Kisuke gets kicked out in the past, he somehow weasels his way back into the gang? Or does Mikey have residual beef with him? Uh, if, if I have to guess, honestly. And we don't get that answer, and it bugged me a lot. You, you want my opinion? My, like my, my theory? Let me, let me finish it up first. Okay. But what saved that whole discrepancy for me was that Mikey begged Takemichi to kill him and was so- it, it was that moment between adult Takemichi and adult Mikey was so moving and so well done and the tension was ugh. it was great. I loved it. That was the best part of season two for me. And right. then Naoto shoots him in the fucking head. Dead. Shout out to their. their I, I mentioned this while watching the show. Like their hair changes to signify older getting. Like man, yeah, they're, they're not running out. Of, they're not running out of ideas. The truth is iconic. I know, right? But <laughs> my theory is now. I, I could be wrong because there could be some inconsistencies. But I think Kisaki is the one that Mike kills and puts him on his puts him on his path. And not, not no, yeah, no. This is what I think. We saw his first kill. Who? Mikey's. No, who? I don't know. No, we didn't see his first kill. We saw him kill members. We didn't see his first kills. I think I think Kisaki was his first kill during that whole event, and it set him on a path. And the reason why now to know that Kisaki is because even though his memories are overwritten, I don't think he forgets that Kisaki was once upon a time a you know Tomon big shot, right? That that that's where like the whole kind of being loose. It makes sense, right? Kisaki kick out the group. He's the one who starts this whole this whole big bang in the past time. Oh, season three has been announced. Cool. Yeah, I think Mikey kills Kisaki because Kisaki's been a thorn in his side. You infiltrated uh, Toman. You're basically the reason why Baji's dead. Uh, you're, you're 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 a reason for for fucking a lot of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you started this war against Toman and against uh, I forget this, this, the the current people's names. Yeah, I think he kills Kisaki and Kisaki's his first kill. And in this current timeline, I saw he kills the rest of Toman members because that would make sense why they're in this dark path, right? And why Takamichi wants to leave because even though he hates Kisaki, I don't think he wants to kill Kisaki. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's my theory, and that's where I thought they were going and headed towards. That just makes sense to me. Because the fact that he said, oh, what about Kizuki? Oh, Kizuki's dead too. And from a viewer's standpoint, he was like the big bad of season one. In the future time, why was his death like so just like matter-of-factly? It was because they're planting them seeds, you know what I'm saying? Making you forget, making you like... Yeah, so we must see where Mikey gets the chance to kill him in the in the next arc, in the war between uh, yeah. Tenjuku and Tokyo Majin. Yeah. 
which is going to be wild, but also, and I feel like you're going to explain this, expand on this a bit more when you tell me why you're feeling like you're not into Tokyo, in, into Demon Slayer right now. It's It feels formulaic. And I feel like maybe by the end of it, I won't be able to say that because this is only the third time, but like three times make something a pattern, bro. Uh, I, that, it's just true. Am I wrong? But like three things make it a pattern? I mean, yeah. no, you're not wrong about that. But patterns are fine, honestly, because like it comes in a situation like, what kind of person are you, right? Would you rather the same thing over and over again because it's familiar? Or you can say, oh, I want something new, and then when you get it, it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Do you do? You, are you looking to complain about something getting changed because it's terrible, or are you you know what I'm saying? Are you looking to complain because things are the same? Yeah, like you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. You, the human, the human experience is fucking finicky. It's fucking like it's ridiculous. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, overall, Tokyo Avengers season two. What do you feel about it? Uh, it doesn't drag on the whole show. I like the back. I guess best case, the best thing about it is the back half wasn't bad. That's, like the last episode was not bad. It was I was great there. I say, it, it gets me pumped for the third season. Or the, I don't know if this is the final season, but the third season it should be the final season. I, I will say that I don't know if it is. I don't want them to break it up in half, but it should be, given how where we are. I don't need nobody else's backstory about who who. We know about Draken already. We know about Mikey for the most part. That's all that matters. Yeah, is if season three is just. I feel like it needs to focus on Kisaki. No more of this. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Hey, yeah, for sure. Who is Kisaki? Why is Kisaki? Who, what, when, what, what is Kisaki? Yeah, and why does Kisaki have so much bartering power to get in a, a gang from an entire other city, right. an, a, an entirely different ward, to come to fucking Shibuya yeah. and start shit with Tokyo Majin? Like, what? where the fuck is Yokohama? Who? Precisely. Okay. <laughs> like, they're coming from so far away. I don't... I don't know. I have high hopes for season three. I don't want it to drag out. I mean, by the end of season two, like, the fight's already fucking started. I want to see the moment where Mikey gets the chance to murderize Kiski. And obviously, he's not going to do it, even though it would solve literally everything in the future. But it would also drag him down a different path. I don't... I don't we'll see. The, the show is not going to be long enough for Takamichi to be the one to kill anybody. Like, they were going to do that path, they would have been done that. Like, it's not that long of a show. Just based on the chapters, I know that it's got to be animated, right? So, it's going to have... We already know Mikey's the one go down that dark path. Tell you, Mikey kills Kisaki. Uh, that, 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 that's my official prediction. Have not read the manga. Have not seen any kind of spoilers. I'm not trying to, like, double dip. You know what I'm saying? I don't have inside track. I, I don't know anything. That is just... I'm about to go read the fucking manga. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I can't take it. Yeah, but yeah. O- overall, you know, uh, it's a good show. You know what I'm saying? It's a... Uh, I don't... I don't... Mm. Because of just, I guess, the concern with, you know, the beginning of season two. It really depends on how season three ends, right? If season three has, like, a season five of, or season six of My Academia kind of momentum, and kind of just bang, 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 bang. No, I expect the start of season three to have that kind of momentum. I hope so, but see, in the season six of My Hero's kind of, too. You know what I'm saying? It kind of let it down. It would be almost like... Once again, they let you down. I knew what was coming. Okay. <laughs> it would be like, once again, I've not read the manga. I would fucking hate at the end. I don't know how to phrase this, right? Because Mikey, he's a great leader. 
Mikey has never been shown to be, you know, merciless. He's all about his family, right? So I, it's hard for me to say I'll hate for Mikey to, like, not kill Kisuke at the end. Because that's been his character. We just saw that one episode with that particular timeline, right? Yeah. Same thing with Takamichi. If I be like, oh, I would hate for Takamichi to, like, talk to YouTube. He's been throughout the whole entire show. No issue there. And for him to just, you know, trying to be man up and kill somebody, that would be out of character. So I don't want to know how I feel, how I want this to happen. I just don't want it to be a situation where... Lele Kisaki in, in in the game, he like we try to reform him, I guess. But reform is a very difficult word because, I mean, what has he actually done wrong in the human world? Like, like, I'm, I'm, like okay, when you say you think of reform is like in a regular everyday life, is like someone who committed a crime, you're trying to make him a productive member of society again, yes? Yeah. But this is, I mean, what has Kisaki actually done to like to to earn that word reform? If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? He's literally the mastermind behind Baji's death. No, Baji. No, no, yeah. no, no. no. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah. Like, how, yeah. What, what does he get charged with? Okay. Conspiracy to commit murder. Conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah. How? What's the conspiracy? He literally organized a fight between Tokyo Majin and Valhalla because he was in control of Valhalla. Yes. And told Kazutora to target Baji. Yeah. And Kazutora did it. That wouldn't hold up in court, though. Yes, it would. I I told you to kill this man, so it, like. You think Kazutora is not flipping? He's flipping. Nah, I I I just I just I don't know if reform is the right word. All I know. He's is, like a mob boss. Yeah, when yeah. When one yeah. of your underlings gets strapped for murder, and the FBI is like, "Hey, we'll give you a lighter sentence if you flip on your fucking boss." That's literally yeah, what should yeah, happen yeah, here. Yeah, but the, the only difference is if you refuse to kill somebody via the mob boss instruction, he's going to kill you. The, the, then die. Huh? Then die. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, though. Refusing wasn't even an option for Kazutori. It was. No, it wasn't. He was brainwashed. No, there, there, there is no evidence in, pre, in past Kisaki's form. Present? Yes, absolutely. In past Kisaki's form that he had the ability to kill somebody if they didn't listen to his brainwashing. There was no evidence there. And if there was, please enlighten me. Because in the, pre- in the present time, Akuma was fucking terrified of him. I killed Hina because of he's going to kill me. I jumped off a roof because he was going to kill me. That's all there. But in the past, there is no there is no why is he so strong? You know what I'm saying? We don't know that yet. We don't, we don't know why people are following him so, I guess, blindly. Because he's smart and manipulative. Yes, but there, you can be smart and manipulative. But if you have no guns behind it, that just means you're just fucking incel. He, he's, he's an incel. Yes, but incels usually don't have higher guns to kill people for you if, if, if you don't obey by them. See, that's the difference. You don't read enough mafia books. Well, 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 <laughs> we, we don't read enough mafia books. I'm just saying, they got a lot of lint dip people in oh, charge yes. that can just point the finger and have their strong underlings take them out because they have charisma. Once again, they have underlings. At this point, it's not shown Kisaki has underlings that will kill for him. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I think if Mikey were to pull up on Kisaki... Yeah, he, you saw the way he was when he got kicked out. Like, what? No, come on, Mikey. Like, he, was, he was begging. He was on his fucking knees. Like, Exactly. That's because Mikey is real power and Kisaki's a fucking right. pop. So that's why I said reform's not the right word because Kisaki in the past is no true villain. He just he, he, he I don't think he can ever come back from the shady shit he's done. He turned on Shifuyu. He orchestrated Baji's death. He was a big influence in Mobius that right. led to members of Mobius assaulting a girl, Pa's girlfriend, and beating up her fucking parents. 
and let and all of that confusion led to Pa trying to kill your boy, the head of Mo, the fake head of Mobius, and put his ass in jail. The Kisaki has done too many wrongs, and Mikey keeps turning a blind eye to it. And I want them to explain to me what the fuck Mikey saw in that bitch anyway, because he was like, "Yeah, I had my members of." I had my my age group in Mobius under control. You should let me in your gang. I want to know how that fucking conversation went down. Because Mikey and Draken keep making these fucking decisions and and it's off screen. Like, what? <laughs> no, I, mean, Mike, I, mean, I think it's as simple as Mikey just wants his power. Like, I think it's just as simple as that. I don't think there's any, anything deeper He's looking that. at Kisuke like he's a fucking kingmaker. Like, Game of Thrones, man. I don't fuck with it. Well, not necessarily a kingmaker. Just the fact that, hey. He's a kingmaker. Oh, yeah, sure. But I don't think he's looking at like, hey, you the leader of this gang. I defeated your gang. Now you're underneath me. Because Mikey has this dream and goal to make a better life for delinquents. So, he just used Kisuke as a means to an end. I don't... Kisuke could have been... It could have easily been the, the actual head of Mobius... If he wasn't like, you know... Uh, I understand that. And I understand that he wants the Tokyo Manjin gang to be the biggest gang and most successful gang in all of Japan. However, Mobius took actions that were unforgivable in Mikey's eyes. Mm. He lost his shit over it. was willing to go to war for Mobius, uh, against Mobius for Pop because of their actions. Why would you ever accept any member of that gang into yours knowing it would make your gang too large to fucking control because you can't know everybody in that shit. Well, he didn't know he couldn't control it until he realized he couldn't control it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess. It's just like saying, yeah, I don't know that. I'm not put to put my hand on the stove because it never hurt before. Oh, shit. It's heavy hurts, you know? I understand. But I guess my beef is, is that I don't understand the dream that they have. It makes no sense to me. Because you want to build a life of friendship that's good for you and your gang, and not start no and and be strong enough where can't nobody ever come fuck with you and your friends. Yeah, you can't have four hundred friends. Ain't no way. Like, oh, maybe it's just it's you and your significant others in your lives that should matter to you. Yeah. why would you ever try to get that big? Yeah, well, maybe at a certain point realize like you know what I have my core four or five. And these 400 underlings are to keep my core four or five safe. You know what I'm mm. saying? I don't like that. Oh, you, don't, you don't like that? Why not? I don't like that. And I also don't like the fact that in season two, we don't get any understanding of... It's it's going to be an overarching thing. Because anytime Takemichi goes back to the future, Naoto gives him a single paragraph worth of information of all the shit that went down in 13 years and we as the viewers never get a full understanding as to what's transpired over the last decade since he jumped time like now it's just like okay here's this guy's dead this guy's dead here's who's in charge here's who we need to go after and probably go back in time and save and fix shit again and i want to know more about that timeline where takimichi is a fucking asshole where he's in a fucking penthouse and is ordering the hit on Hina, unbeknownst to him, and is ordering that hit and feels comfortable with ordering that hit. Because we've also seen a timeline where Takemichi was just like, nah, Toman's getting too dark. I need to leave the gang. And Draken and Mitsuya, like, bow down to Mikey and be like, please don't go after him. This life isn't for him. We've sworn to follow you, but Mikey never made that kind of vow. Not Mikey. Takemichi never came, made that kind of vow. He's, he can't be like us. So, what's the difference here? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the timeline where he's like an asshole is this is after 
Baji's dead. Yeah. Baji dies. He goes back to the future. He's all of a sudden very w- rich, very wealthy. Yeah. And then he gets picked up by the police. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what What the fuck happened there? Because Whoa. he wasn't in on the police thing. Naoto was working with Chifu- Chifuyu. Yeah. And, and then that led Naoto to arresting him because he had video footage of Takemichi ordering the hit on his sister. Yeah, yes. What led to that Takemichi being a thing rather than the, in the other timeline where he just fucking leaves Tom on the moment it gets too dark? Well, I think the main difference is that in the timeline he leaves, we get too dark. Like I said, I'm convinced that your boy... Mikey does the killing, right? Mikey's never killed anybody in the other timeline, right? That, that's, that's number one. So now him and his and the group of friends that Takamichi has made, they're okay with killing people now, right? Um, and I think the timeline where he's an asshole, even though Baji dies, is no longer by Kazutoro's hands, right? So it still leads Mikey down to a situation where he's no longer existing, like, because he's, like, Baji dying is still, you know, hard on him, right? And Kazutora being gone too because it's trying to tone for himself also is really hard on him too. Um, but Kisaki's still not seen as a bad guy yet in that particular timeline. Like it all fits and all makes sense, right? Because even though in the previous time before he becomes a dick, Kisaki is still in charge, right? Calling the shots. And still nobody knows where Mikey is. But that, in that timeline, Baji's dead. And Draken's in jail. Yes, Baji's dead. Or having been... Execute. Yeah, I think he's. I think there's no such a scenario where Baji or Drock is not on death row. I, I, I that's unfortunate, but I, I don't think that. No, because Kisuke's main goal is to get rid of fucking Drocken. Right, but I feel like the difference is the main difference is the Mikey situation, right? Because in the first time, Baji dies by Kazutoro's hands, and then Mikey. I think Mikey killed. Yeah, Mikey kills uh, Kazutoro, if I'm not mistaken, for 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 killing him. Am I, yes. Yes. Okay, so Mikey's still gone because. Fractured psyche, but in this case, uh, Takemichi is no has no position in Tomon, right? Be- because how would he? Because he basically is a bystander. But this time around, he's almost like a he's almost no, no, he's not almost. He definitely is involved in the whole body taking his own life and not putting that on Mikey's conscience, not putting on Kazutora's conscience, right? But Mikey's still fractured. That's still fractured mind. But now. Uh, Takamichi's allowed or is able to be a higher ranking officer in Tomon now, right? If that, if that makes sense. I Only th- in the timeline where he doesn't kill Kazutora does Mike Correct. ever make Takamichi an Correct. officer. Correct, yes. But Mikey's mind is still fresh. Baji still did kill himself. Baji still does die. But now it's not, it's, not a, it's not a direct link if that makes sense, right? I guess Mikey's psychic break is a little bit more delayed now rather than it being like a straight line. Okay. Makes sense. You see, see what I'm saying? Like, like, like the fact that Mikey didn't did not kill Kazutora allowed because also Takemichi was involved in that as well. Like he's involved in this extent. He was there, Baji getting his last words, basically endorsing Takemichi. Yeah, but in the timeline where talking where Mikey kills Kazutora, yes, Mikey ten years in the future is just working at a convenience store. Like, what do we see that? Huh? Mikey working at convenience. I mean Takemichi. <laughs> The names are too confusing. Takemichi is working in a convenience store in the timeline where Mikey kills Kazutora after killing Baji. Yes. Okay. Anywho. That's what I'm saying, though. The fact that 
and another the time I'm talking Michi becomes a high ranking member, he's able to get in there because of his role of Kazutora goes to jail. Yes. And Mikey doesn't kill him. Yes. Takamichi's an officer. Yes. Kizuki still goes after Draken. Yes. Sets him up for murder, yes. puts him on death row, and becomes Ma- Mikey's right hand yes. man, starts essentially running Tomon because like what does Mikey have left? Yes, exactly. All the other officers, like, like the dominoes fall differently, but they still fall. In jail. Yes. Pez is psycho. Yes. He's not close to any of the lieutenants. We don't even know where Mitsuya is in yeah. that timeline where Takamichi is an officer oh, and an do. asshole. Where he is he? He was at that meeting. Okay. But oh yeah, because the the black drag guys are just like, yeah, we don't care about you, fucking old time. Yeah, so it's Pop. Pop was yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anywho, anywho. That that's been our Tokyo Revenger season two discussion. Yeah, um, I think the timeline. I don't think it deserves it, any it, hate. It makes sense. It doesn't deserve any hate, but just watch your pacing. Watch who you're. You know, just just know what made your story great in the get go, right? Just uh, basically, what's the expression? Dance who brought you to the dance you came to dance with. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard that before. But never, you never yeah, heard that expression? No, it makes sense to me though. Makes sense to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying you don't go to dance with you know Susie and you could just go dance with Lily. You know that what I'm saying? That's fucked up. That's fucked up, right? Because don't ditch your girlfriends. Yeah. Don't ditch your friends. Right. All right. If you came there as a group and you don't leave as a group, you're a bad friend. I wouldn't say all that. You're a bad friend. Nah, not different. Anywho, let, let's discuss hot takes. Tell me tell me your Demon Slayer hot takes. What, what are you feeling about Okay. Demon Slayer hot take. It's, not, it, it's hard to articulate, right? I'm just more and more of anime that I watch and more of what I find out that I like and how I understand the critique of it. I don't understand why Demon Slayer, and both of our opinions, the general opinion, my opinion as well, is automatically considered one of the greatest anime ever. Like, just automatically, unequivocally. You know what I'm saying? Because like, when we watch newer stuff, and I feel this way also about JJK, JJK as well, not so much Attack on Titan, I'll tell you why. JJK, who else we have in the top? Is JJK, Attack on Titan, hey, my hero. Demon Slayer, okay, but mainly JJK and Demon Slayer, right? Chainsaw Man. Nah, ain't nobody calling it the greatest yeah, ever. Right. I just I find it hard more and more hard to like, okay, why and I'm saying that it's not, but why is it considered great? Just like unequivocally, right? Just like you can't debate it. Like no debate brotherhood is at worst a top three anime, right? You can't debate it, you know what I'm saying? Why are demons up there? Now, people like and then You don't think it deserves to be? I don't I, I think it does, but I just don't understand why. Because when people say Comparing this show to that show, I hear it too much often. Oh, the animation is trash. Demon Slayer, like, 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 does animation really care for you guys? Like, 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 does it really? Because, like, as a person who got into anime later on in life, right? I was always into the DC comic, right? Those DC comic shit was animated in, in a way it was different from SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents, right? And then you get shit like, uh, uh, you get shit like, uh, Avatar Last Airbender, right? You get stuff like Danny Phantom, right? Stuff that's like in Steven Universe as it's well. It's different. It's stylized. It's Ninja, yeah, Ninja Turtles. And zero complaints about the animation ever. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. You get stuff like that. It, it's it's not anime. It may be part of a DC comic. I, you know, some of this kind of loose or whatever. But for the most... That is shocking. Danny Phantom is not. I know, I know. Ninja Turtles. I don't know what the fuck Ninja Turtles is. I, <laughs> I don't know. I think they're DC-ish. Point being is, those type of shows... They're Teen Titan as well, DC. But edgy, they're drawn a specific way, and they're different from other cartoons, right? My point of saying that is, I already know anime, I already know fucking My Hero Academia ain't friends. I can I can clearly tell you different. <laughs> they are not the same. There is nothing similar about those two shows, right? That's yeah. number one. Number two, 
that's why I feel like anime animation does not carry for me. And every time I hear about people praising Demon Slayer, the first thing they go to is the animation. I'm like, yes, it is top notch. But you know what? You know, you know, other show you foldable does. Phase Zero, the Phase Series, and Phase Zero is nowhere near Demon Slayer. And I don't think I sound like you know what? But why isn't it? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's one of the things where, like you just say it matter of factly. But why isn't the Phase Series on the level of Demon Slayer? The um, anim- because the- it's fucking confusing. Okay, <laughs> that, that's fine. That's fine. The story is very confusing. It can be very convoluted. They focus on the wrong characters. They focus on they they, they execute it very poorly, right? But what does Demon Slayer execute very well? It's Outside. consistent. It's consistently what? Consistently entertaining. Entertaining, yes. But the story is very very simple. It goes back to uh, you, you said earlier that you don't have a problem with formula and Demon Slayer. They found a formula me. that works and they fuck with it. They're never leaving it. Yeah, they never leaving. It's very formulaic. It's very simple. But that's my, I guess not my issue, my concern. It's almost like when you realize, hey, this villain's about to get his backstory. His head's about to get chopped off. About to get his backstory. As soon as you're thinking, hmm, this seems kind of repetitive, you fold him with just fucking comes all over your face with the animation money. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, wow, that was like a cigarette. Like, wow, that was great. And just Demon Slayer, because Muzan is evil to be evil. I fucked with that, right? But am I really saying he's better than Pain? In terms of his ideology, what made him what he is? I can sit there and try to fool. No, absolutely not. Is, is he better than, like, okay. First thing, I is evil to be evil. But am I saying that I, my, uh, not matter. Am I saying that Muzan is better than Aizen simply his ideology versus the people he's fighting against? I think Muzan is the weakest villain that we've seen in Shonen in a while. Right, but... Because, like, his mo- his only motivation is that he wants to walk in the sun again. Right. And he's built this demonic empire yeah. so they can do his bidding and find the flower that he believes right. will cure his, sick- his-, his weakness to sunlight. Right, right, right. And, like, that's a very easy, uh, like, motivation to understand. Right. And I like it. But it's never going to be as compelling as Aizen willing to go to the sense to become the perfect being in order to murder the Soul King right. and take his place and become the new god. Right, right. So we're going to take the place as Pain deciding, like, Nagato as a child witnessing the perils of war, you know, like being starved as a child and then his family home right. getting broken into right, right. and watching his parents die, being an orphan of war, losing his best friend and that turning him into being like, yeah, the world should know my suffering right. because if everyone has suffered, you can't make anybody else suffer. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, this is where the hot things get hotter and hotter, right? It, well, I, I compared it to Ufordable's other stuff being phase zero. Now, let's compare it to the demon aspect of it. Like, a world where humans exist and demons exist. Tokyo Ghoul. Why is why is Demon Slayer better than Tokyo Ghoul? Now, this is, like, a legit question. Because you already answered my question on Phase Zero, and I agree with you. But why is Tokyo Ghoul not better than Demon Slayer? Execution. Execution, right. Because Tokyo Ghoul, the manga, is very well written and yes. well done. When they decided to create the anime, they're just like, fuck all with your story. Right. Um, we got to make money. Right. Let's do something right, original. Right, right. Now, I'll say this as a person, <laughs> a person who's anime only. Tokyo Ghoul, you can say, is not better from an animation standpoint. Fine. But like I said earlier. It's not I, ugly. I, I, it's not ugly it's either. It's not choppy. I put it this way. Like, while shows like 
uh, Akira. Shin-chan. But shows like Akira, shows like Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha, shows like that, Cowboy Bebop, of his time. Monster of his time, not ugly. But if you a person who just got anime yesterday, I'm not. I'm, I would probably make them watch the shows if they're really into the beauty. If if they're yeah, Brian's not trying to go back and watch you Hawk show. He's like, oh, it's too old. Yeah, but no. The point being is, animation of the time, right? So the execution of Tokyo Ghoul, I fucks with it because you have ghouls who didn't have to be ghouls for the most part, you know. You have demons and demons who didn't have to be demons, you know, unless you die. Hey, Muzan's like, hey, be a demon or die. Fine. Same level of, I guess, responsibility or same level of urgence, ur- like urge to become a demon slash ghoul. You live in a world where ghouls have to eat people to survive. Demons have to eat people. To- I don't have to eat people to survive. They just have to be the sun. But they, they do hunt people, right? They, they, they do. They do. I don't do think that. a demon can starve. Right. They do do that. But that's but that's 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 the thing right there. But I think the bloodlust is inherent in right. being a demon. Like they can't help themselves. Right, and I think that's the thing. The fact that ghouls have to eat humans to survive, but that element's not there in Demon Slayer. It's like I find that more compelling because now it's like, hmm. Especially since we follow a ghoul as our main character, it's like they are getting killed by this sh- not shady government organization, but they are getting it's fucking shady. It's fucking shady, right? And you want to know what's what's wild about it, Brian? Uh. Let's talk about what's wild about Tokyo Ghoul CCG. Uh. CCG was created by a ghoul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Bullshit. Bu- bullshit, but compelling. Compelling. Absolutely. You need to read the manga. <laughs> I will. I will. Compelling. But once again, the execution of it all just kind of makes it fall flat, right? Tokyo Ghoul Only Reed. because the anime did not stick to that shit. Things that were supposed to be set up for that reveal to be coherent and good uh, happen in the manga will never happen in the anime. Right. Right, they need a brotherhood. Tokyo right. Ghoul Brotherhood. Right, Give right, me that shit. Right. So the execution of it all, all the different storylines that they tried to wove in, they pretty much failed all of them. Just based on the anime, right? Yep. And that's why Demon Slayer is better than Tokyo Ghoul. But now it seems like these two instances, these two instances right here, Tokyo Ghoul is better than a show that's similar to it in tone and what the the world they live in. And you think be- Tokyo Ghoul is better than Demon Slayer? No, 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 no. I, no they're not. It's not. We okay. just we just okay. playing why Tok- and uh, Demon Slayer is better than its uh, art style uh, counterpart and Phase Zero execution. Two instances where the sh- Demon Slayer is better because the other two shows failed. Right, I look at something like JJK, who's very close in our ranking list. JJK is not it's not ugly, it's not affordable though. Fine, JJK the issue I have with JJK. I, I pretty much read I caught up on JJK I finished Demon Slayer I say with JJK when it comes to the culling game it's very it's a lot it's, 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 it's a lot it's, it's a lot to take in and I feel like they're coming very directionless but once again what's the direction of Demon Slayer very cut for very straight and narrow he's trying to kill Muzan but JJK is JJK will be better or worse than Demon Slayer it has nothing to do with Demon Slayer whatsoever it's going to be the execution of how they do it in the anime for JJK so that's, that's three times now. Demon Slayer is better than the show because something Demon Slayer did not do. It's not better than Attack on Titan. I hate the ending of Attack on Titan. We, we agree with that. <laughs> I fucking love this. So you want to go soundtrack for soundtrack? Better about what and what. You want to go musical scores in between shit? Better about what and what. Reiner's backstory, Berto, Annie, all, all the Eldians who lived on Marley compared to like all the upper brain move demons? What and what. Aaron becoming an, an antagonist, a villain? 
better. Tanjiro doesn't become that. I mean, at the end of the day, Tanjiro, you know, he just becomes a typical. I'm stronger than everybody at the end. I fight, yada yada yada. Cool. Like he, he, he gets the what was, what's it called? What's that technique called? Hinokamikage. Yeah. Sun breathing. Yes, he gets that. But Attack on Titan, in my opinion, doesn't fail anywhere in their execution. And you can say about the ending, but as of right now, see, history's written by the fucking the victors, right? <laughs> the ending is gonna be one episode. So, so basically, I'm saying Attack on Titan is perfect except one episode, right? That's exactly what you're saying. See what I'm saying? See, see, see how much I hated it, but it's. When people look at it 20 years from now, the one episode was terrible. Everything else was great. But I know, reading the manga chapter, I made me feel. Right, out of 90 episodes, you can't shit on one and be See, like, yeah, Attack on Titan, ass. That's why Attack on Titan, but I need it. Now, here's a really hot as a hot take, and I'm about to wrap this up. Oh, no. We were talking about this last week. Okay. You said you didn't want to watch it. I do not. You had pre... No, it's not possible. You, you had pre... Conceived notions. Notions of what the show was. And at pretty much every turn, I said, you're wrong. And you were wrong from a factual standpoint of the show. This is really well, like, I got to thinking. Why is Demon Slayer better than Seven Deadly Sins? What? Why is Demon Slayer better than Seven Deadly Sins? For, for me? No, no, no. Well, I, oh, we, 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 we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> for me, I'm like... Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, so you believe Demon Slayer is better than Seven Deadly Sins? I don't know. And if I do, why? I got. I have to justify myself. So why? Okay. Because, like, all the stuff I've read recently, all the stuff I watched recently, I'm convinced that is Demon Slayer better than One Punch Man? People talk about the animation, but after that class S... One Punch Man is gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand that. But after the S-Class stuff with the heroes, if, if it was, if I wasn't so afraid of being like, like, what the fuck are you doing, Brian? Like, you don't know nothing. I would say One Punch Man is better than Demon Slayer. One Punch Man is better than Demon Slayer. I would say, I, I would say Black Clover would be if it wasn't for the, the some of the earlier episodes. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, right? Like, what are you doing? Wait. No. I can't give you that. I can't support you. I'm sorry. What? One Punch Man? Yeah. Because we're, we're talking manga for manga in, in terms of this, not uh, anime for anime. Because, like, both of the mangas are, are one is complete and one is One Punch Man. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have to tell you, I think Demon Slayer is better because if you compare, not where they are and where the events, the major events take place in the story, if you compare the Monster Monsters Hunters Association arc to the the fucking the what's what's the last arc called in Demon Slayer? The oh. arc where the the upper three Hashira like and the, the upper castle? three, yeah, the, not no. That's that feels like something else. I don't know, but that that arc, that final battle arc, where everybody's in their own separate rooms, uh. and you have uh, the insect Hashira and the water Hashira yeah. taking on uh, the upper two, and you have Sanami, the the wind Hashira and the stone Hashira taking on. Wait, who fights Akaza? No, the water Hashira goes to fight Akaza. Yeah, so you have the insect Hashira versus the upper two moon. You have the water Hashira versus Akaza. Like, it, like Akaza's already killed Rengoku. Is he also going to take out the water Hashira? And then you have the wind Hashira and the stone Hashira versus the fucking upper moon one. Yeah. 
and people are still trying to hunt down Muzan, but they can't get to him quite yet. Mm. Because, like, your boy ain't here. He's about to go explode your your high demon lord, uh, not demon lord, your high lord Hashira guy. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's just because that has more impact on the story. This is the climax. This is what we've been mm. working towards. Right. That is better than the Monsters Association arc for me. Because even though I thoroughly enjoy that arc, it's one of my favorite arcs that I've ever read in anything ever, mm. it has no impact. Yeah. It was just it was just a great fucking time. Ten out of ten experience. Right. Right. But in terms of like what it's going to do for One Punch Man as a story, One Punch Man is not that kind of story. Right. It's not supposed to matter. There's always going yeah. to be the next bigger threat. And, 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 I, and, I, and that's why I think it's, it, I, I hold it in such high regard, right? Because like... We talk about this all the time with Hunter Hunter, for example. York, New City, and uh, Chimera and Ark, both great arcs, but really, what did they accomplish? What did they accomplish for Hunter Hunter as a whole? Right, but Because at the end of the day, after the Chimera and Ark, you go to the fucking Secession War arc, and the Chairman, re- the chairman mm. arc after that, and, like, the world has moved on. Right. You just spent all these times and developed these characters and gave us these fights and these battles, and... What do we have to show for it? Gone, being in a hospital, unable to use Nen for the rest of his life. He gets magically recovered by Killua's surprise sibling and gets wished back to health. And we're supposed to just be like, oh, cool. The Chimera Ant arc really didn't matter for Gone. Right. Oh, it did. Aside from his ability to to use Nen. He is the exact same as when he went into the arc as when he left the arc. Mm-hmm. And that is bad writing and bad storytelling. Right. And then for the final arcs of Hunter Hunter, he's not even our main fucking character because he can't use Nen anymore. Our main character is Karapika. Right. And if you were going to do this, you should have done it after York New City. Don't leave York New City and go to fucking Greed Island. Don't leave Greed Island and go to fucking Chimera Ants. Mm-hmm. And then go back to Karapika being the main right. center. Right. And expecting us to care about these kingdoms on a blimp, that don't fucking matter. Right, right. Because at the end of the day, he's shown me that it won't fucking matter. Right. It might impact the world. And that is like a 2% might. Mm-hmm. And that's bad writing. Right. So when you say Hunter Hunter is the goat, I laugh at you because you're a fool. Right. <laughs> But like, like what? But like I, I, I like like I was originally saying, I I hold the one punch man situation in high regard because like it's supposed to be a satiric show. It's just supposed to be for laughs. It's not supposed to be I'm not gonna anything that sticks not the right phrase. It's not supposed to be anything that makes me want to turn my brain on and be like I see what you did there. Like I like but the the monster association, all right, when we get some different character developments and then we get, we get then, the S-Lots. We get amazing fights. And it's so thoroughly entertaining yeah, every single chapter. And, and it's great because, like... It's a little hard to follow. It's great because... Uh, I love this in anime. Where it's like... You have an obvious final battle. Naruto kind of fumbled the bag with this. Yeah. Sasuke is honestly the final... He's the final battle against Naruto. We know this, right? We know this. But... Garo... Is going to be the final battle, quote-unquote, you know... Against Saitama and its arc. People hated how Saitama wasn't there in Season 2. I think that was on purpose. You know what I'm saying? You you all will, be, all will basically forget Garo as part of his arc, and he he rolls up in a great way because he's not human, he's not a monster. I'm like either of you guys sides. I'm trying to become the strongest fighter, and when we get to the end and do the fucking final fight, that shit's phenomenal. So I take it there. But back to the Demon Slayer and Seven Deadly Sins thing. I do want to speak on that. Okay. Because 
I think so. We already know my beef with Seven Deadly Sins. I just strongly dislike most of the characters in that show. But when it comes to their finished products, you can't tell me that it literally you can change any part of the show. And there's so many chunks that you could just eliminate entirely. Where from like season to season, it's kind of like a sitcom, it feels like a reset. After season one, you have the end of the, the Holy Night War in Leonis. It doesn't matter. Like, none of that you just went through for 26 episodes doesn't matter because Hendrix still is still alive and, and Dreyfus is still alive. Like, they're both just like, boom, hello, I'm back. One of them is possessed by a demon. One of them is just like, oh, yeah, I kind of lost my memories for the last seven years. Uh, what happened now? Uh, and I don't like that. Okay. So that's season two. And then the end of season two, you uh, you have the Ten Commandments, and they quote-unquote try to kill Meliodas. That doesn't really matter. He just pulls back up, and he beats their ass, and then it just resets again for the season three. And then you have a new enemy in season three. And then it resets for season four, and then you're in the past, all of a sudden, and none of the shit in the past matters. It's just to build the world a little bit more. I don't think that's season four. Where is it? Where's the time travel shit? Nah, that's season four. Okay. So, and then they come back to the future, and yeah, they have information, but like, where's where's the bearing? And then you get to the end of the battle where it feels like, honestly, you, you take another character, you take fucking Aluka from Hunter x Hunter, you put her in there, in that bitch, and you let Meliodas make a wish that Elizabeth will stop reincarnating and they can fall in love and be together. And that's the entire show. I'm like, you put us through all this and half of your characters that you introduced in season one are fucking gone uh, because the all of the Holy Knights are just irrelevant. Every last one of them. And I get it. It's because they've been outclassed. But like, in terms of impact and what matters, at the end of the day, there is devastation in Demon Slayer by the end of its manga. Demons no longer exist in that world. Demon hunt demon slayers are pointless now. What why are you why are you frowning? No, go ahead, continue. And at the end of Seven Deadly Sins, you'll still have people who can use magic and I wanna rise up against you. And then you're supposed to just live your life and then they have a sequel series where it follows their kid and I'm just like if that's not Boruto oh, okay. You just did a Boruto why are you doing a borrow Okay, 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 <laughs> right. So, 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 let me go in. So, let me go in. Okay, so, so I've been noticing, unlike most anime I've seen, because unlike their first season, their first season is by far the, in terms of the whole entire show, is the best slow-roasted season one I've seen. Usually season ones hook you in. They, they, they put the hooks in you, you're hooked in, you can't wait for the next stuff, right? But with what seven, they don't even have all the seven deadly sins by but, the end of season one. And, and, and that's my point. Everything that you said was a bad thing. You call talking about reset. I I find it the opposite, frankly. Because, that's because we enjoy different stories. Yes, but like, but, but here's 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 the big crooks of like why well, I, I fuck with uh, seven deadly sins. Same thing with Black Clover too. I can't think of another show that does this. Maybe Fairy Tale. I could be wrong. Literally, you know that whole entire show based on their. Their, their, well, their, their no, the intro, literally the intro and their theme song explain the whole entire show to you. And right? it explains the entire season, yeah. No, what's our show? The show? It explains the whole entire show. Oh. The Holy War, right? But usually when you live, when you have a world that's been ravaged by an event, like Fire Force sent them, with the great cataclysm, right? Yeah. You know that happened. Fire Force is great and it's high in our ranking because that pays off. That's just not like how we begin the theme song, right? You know what I'm saying? The Fire Nation attacking, attacking, not attacking on Titan, but Avatar. 
that actually comes to fruition. It's just not part of the it's just not part of the intro, right? But seven daily sins, the first season, sure, the Holy Knights are no longer relevant later on. But the first season trying to find the seven daily sins, the title card of the character, right? We gotta we find them all by season two, right? So we're finding all of them and the mist we're, we're gathering back up. We don't know really we don't know really anything about any of their backstories quite yet. It's stewing, it's building. Now, in terms of Hendrickson and Dravis, they were both possessed by demons, right? And like you you can say, I guess looking at it, be like, yeah, like 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 you just put that in there. But at the same time, everything flows and makes sense. It's kinda of what I say about Tokyo Ghoul, about how like the manga maybe different from the anime. They do a they do a very good job of erasing the track that the manga ever existed, right? There's like barely any holes to the story that they're trying to tell. It may not be the best story, but it's really any holes and inconsistencies, right? Been in the leaks. So seven daily sins, it's just like more and more Seven Daily Sins, you, 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 you got the members now. The Ten Commandments have been released because of the fact that Henderson and Dravis are being used, possessed by demons. They do a flashback. They show how they got possessed. They show that why they killed Zeratros. Now they show how the Ten Commandments got released. Now the Ten Commandments aren't just some random villains. Once again, in the open intro, the goddess race was gone because they sacrificed themselves to lock away the demons. That's how the Holy War ended. So now they're back, and the Holy War is going to start again. Finding out our protagonist is actually part of said race, our protagonist and love interest is part of the other race, and that's how the original war started. Everything is connected, everything is flowing into each other. And yes, I understand your concerns with the whole you can draw them any kind of way, why do you make, look, why do you make them look like you know, younger people? I, can, I didn't even say that. I know, about our previous conversation. I can understand that. Fine. But for me personally, like, okay, come on, man. I've seen shows where people fall in love with. Other species, you know, it is what it is. I know I'm not watching. I'm for furriness. I'm not okay with Lolita. Hey, I'm not watching live. If it's not, not a live action, nah, I don't care. Anime, anything goes, in my opinion. Seven incest. That's weird. That's but, fucking weird. Anyway, so I'm looking at you, no game, no life. Everything kind of just flows into each other. Whereas, like, now you talk about them being back in the past. That matters because we see that specifically two of the commandments. Why they don't really like fighting. The dude with the mustache, Monsfeet, and uh, Derriere. They don't really like fighting. It's because they sacrificed seven of their hearts to take out the goddess race. And then Elizabeth, part of the goddess race, Meliodas, the traitor to them, still trying to save them. So we see that them, those two, they're going to betray Zeldis later on. And they do. Them going in the past as Galaxemia and, uh, and Droll... Basically, those two, the only two that are not demons in the Ten Commandments, they're basically going back and it's like, you know what? You're a giant. You're a fairy. Send you back in time. Tell us if we made the right choice. Because, like I said, they're not demons. So they have no... no I know why they sent them back. Yeah, so like, so like, there's no lineage. There's no reason why. Now, the whole uh, <laughs> uh, Deanne running, that was, that was, that was the last. That was, that was again, like... Drove like, what do I choose? Do I choose going back to my people and not fighting and look as a coward, or or do I fight? Or do I serve under Zeldris as a command command because I can't beat him? They like, oh, I just ran. Like, it's like, like, like he never considered that would be an option, just running away. All right, that's funny. But the Glaxemia thing, that's very interesting because we see how a human, humans hated fairies. Because fair, they basically fairies and other species use their use the human world as a battleground. So like the hidden rain type thing, just like you know, uh, it's fall type thing. You know, a third world country uses a battleground for the two bigger races. So humans fucking hated fairies. 
So Gloxemi killed a killed a human, and it's just like betrayal and understanding from all sides. To see a see a king of make the same choice, right? So when we get to the later on, when they come back in the present, so now we have more nuance, we have more understanding, like why the Holy War was was what. And Gother, Gother never the MVP of the whole show, right? Because he just goes from being a guy who's androgynous, possibly female, possibly male, whatever, whatever. He had no emotions, but going to find out, he was all created by original Gother. Original Gother was fucking, he was a mad, not a madman, he was very, had no empathy. Like, the end of Holy War, I'm going to convince everybody that, like, this archangel, you know, fell by the hands of this demon. So, like, he had, like, this whole plan, and, like, Gother beginning his emotions later on, you know what I'm saying, him realizing that him not having a physical heart doesn't matter, you know, him trying to, like, just the whole, all the reviews and the layers that keep adding, 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 bring you back to the original point of story. This is a holy war that's happening again. We're going to have to stop it. Now, you can say the whole Alucard situation, like what you said about the, you know, someone at the end wishing for Elizabeth not to be in Carter anymore. Fine. I understand that. But I would rather that than them trying to do some stupid shit like Naruto, where you kind of write yourself into a creative corner and, like, Someone who's unbeatable now is beatable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, w- I would rather some kind of magical nonsense like that because there's also presidents. The horn, the, the horn that uh, what's his name? Bond, the, the goddess horn that was found. <laughs> don't look like that. The horn that that Bond found early in the show is like, yes, I can grant you any wish, human. All you gotta do is kill Meliodas. So that seed right there, the whole that seed is there to show that, like, yes, there is a magical out to all of this, right? But it's just the no. There was a magical out to bond lusting after a child. You just say you want. We're not going to get into that because she's not. A Anywho, she's, your hot take segment has gone on for far too long. Essentially, what I'm hearing is that you believe that Seven Deadly Sins may be better than Demon Slayer. I, That's your hot take. My hot take is Demon Slayer and JJK mostly Demon Slayer. I am not going to. No, it's not catching it's not catching a because specifically JJK does not have enough anime for the the manga I know outweighs the anime I've seen, right? So in terms of me to to to, to compare the stuff I've seen, just would not be fair. Demon Slayer I feel like is more on that track of like it's getting closer to why why we know it ends, right? In, yes. the, in the manga. So fine, let's take JJK out of for a second. But man of Demon Slayer. My hot take is Demon Slayer no longer gets a automatic it's a top five pass. It's show good to better than Demon Slayer. Because Demon Slayer has a very simple uh, storyline. It executes it, executes it perfectly. Yes. Animation is beautiful. Yes. But it's just like saying, I made the perfect ham sandwich. I will... <laughs> Demon Slayer is a perfect ham and cheese you sandwich. Would, you would rather I... me mess up. You, you would rather eat a mediocre gumbo than a perfect ham sandwich. Because there's always a chance that gumbo can be perfect. A perfect gumbo. But, but Seven Deadly Sins is over. Yes. It's not perfect. It's not it's not it's not perfect. But But a perfect ham I, sandwich. You would say, nah, give me give me that gumbo. It looks If you tell me Brian, it's always gonna be a ham sandwich in our refrigerator. You can only eat that for dinner, or I'm gonna cook something for you. It might not turn out great. It might not turn out great. I will always choose you cooking something for me. Cause it's gonna be a better hand sandwich. You, if you do a great like that dinner last night, you would you that, would that, rather that dinner last night she made people. It was chicken. It was it was chicken with mushroom rice and green beans for gravy. Better than any hand sandwich I ever made. 
You know what I'm saying? Why? It was just great. I've never done that before. It was just phenomenal. The gravy was thin. It was, you made it thick. I it did was, make it thick. It was very, that's, that's what it comes down to. Demon Slayer is a perfect ham sandwich. A perfect, simple story. I, I fucking adore that story. You have your your take is fucking atrocious. Uh, let us know on Twitter. It's not a. Tr- uh, I'm just. I'm just, just. Just tweet at us. That's why Brotherhood and uh, Attack on Titan is inf- not infinitely. Anywho, my hot take is going to be much quicker. Okay. I, I, I don't want to hear no more of your slanders. So I'm cutting you off. By the way, has anybody? It's have, also been twenty fucking minutes. Has anyone a bowling <laughs> shindig? A fan of. Uh, Anime is Tover. Oh, Tover, absolutely. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, he tries so hard to get Carly into it, but I'm, Carly's I'm, not I'm, as willing as you. Like, all right, I'm like, Tover, straight up. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any fucking who. Man. Uh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, so Muffin's hot take is that Kakashi is a terrible sensei. Okay. That's it. That's it? That's it. It's not really hot. People say it all the time, but I don't understand why. You don't understand why? No. You don't, disagree? Okay, like, he... Two things can be true. Is he a terrible sensei, or is he the worst sensei? Because they all could be terrible, but is he the worst? No, he's not the worst. Okay, then their take is valid. <laughs> Could, you know what I'm saying? Because that's your opinion. You can say, like, Hiruzen, like, people say Hiruzen is the worst Hokage. No, because I, I like, feel like you want to come after me and say, like, obviously, Kurunai is the worst sensei. Well, no, but, but no. But, like, dude, she got pregnant and they don't allow pregnant. How dare she? <laughs> yeah, how dare she, I guess. Um, but, no, 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 out of the four, of all the senseis of the Konoha 12, what? What? Oh, I was like, who the fuck's the fourth? All right, I got it. I oh, you, you forgot Asuma? I'm not going to tell you who I forgot. Doesn't matter. Tell me who you forgot. Don't matter. You forgot my guy. Oh, no. That's why you're ashamed. Uh, out of the four wow. senseis for the Konoha 12, there are four three-man squads. Yeah. Kakashi is the worst sensei. And let me tell you why. Okay. For generations, right. I'm going to defend Asuma first. You can't. Why not? You think he's the worst? No, he's probably the best out of the four, but the Kakashi is just as bad as my guy. Don't don't let my guys positively Hold up. Alright, go ahead. Hold up. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't need to defend Asuma for you. Do I need to defend Coronado? Coronado's irrelevant. I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. Her whole team's irrelevant. Huh? Her whole team's irrelevant. Her whole team's irrelevant. You are not wrong. But she did, however, uh fill Hina's up with the confidence to be herself and empower her techniques. Her Kurenai skin skill set did not lend itself to being the the Jonin training that team because all three of them came from clan families with specific ninjutsu and like how the fuck was she supposed to help them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, I heard it. Um, they all came from specific ninja clans, yeah, and is not from any one of them. Yeah. She helped them to the best of her capabilities. Yeah, so she worked on Hinata with her taijutsu. Yeah. She worked on Kiba with his speed. She worked on... Let's not try to diversify. It's just taijutsu. <laughs> she helped them all with taijutsu. That she, she filled them with the basics that they needed to know to be, to, to be good ninjas and pass the tuning exam on their own merits. With the, with the exception of Hinata. Because, like, Hinata. she lost. Hinata. Who am I saying Hinata? Who the fuck is Hinata? Tokyo Avengers. Jesus. But yeah, also, you, you you said you said uh, what'd you say there? How how would you how would you say the area in which Tokyo Avengers live in? Like the, the Tokyo. No, sorry. Like the the region. Shibuya. But what, what's the incident you said happened in JJK? Shibuya. The incident. Shibuya. Ha- yeah. Huh. <laughs> huh. I was funny. I'm like, huh. I never noticed. I did that. 
Why am I changing it up? Like, why isn't it always Shibuya? Shibuya. <laughs> Fuck. All right, you derailed me. Anywho. I'm sorry. No, I thought I was just I was like, damn, she's, it was so seamless. Cause you could you could either say like, yeah, like they're in Shibuya and they just fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? But no, it's you know Shibuya. Like, mm. yeah, I don't, I don't know why I do that. Damn. I, I wish I was a polyglot. Any any fucking who. Getting me all confused and flustered. Let's talk about my guy. Because obviously he's the one you want to attach. Uh, 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 well, uh, do you know what they learn in, in ninja school in the in the academy? No. Basic shit. Okay. They learn math, how to read, okay. and how to do one jutsu that most yeah. people can't do, honestly. Right. Right. Because let's talk about why the fuck was the substitution jutsu the, the, the merit for passing when we only ever see a couple people do that shit. Not the substitution jutsu, the shadow clone jutsu. We don't ever see nobody else use that well, shit. It's a forbidden technique. It, be it absolutely is. So why is a forbidden technique the, the limit to pass basic ninja school? Why, why, why not? That's just like saying, it's why? a forbidden technique. I know, but you're like saying, why is it like you got to learn calculus to pass high school? When you're not Precisely. Gonna... You don't use that shit in your day-to-day life. It just goes to show if you can master something useless. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. Anywho, anywho. My guy. My guy. Has three getting. They're they're all a year older. We don't really talk about that. They're all a year uh, older right. than Naruto and friends. Right. It's Rock Lee uh, who has zero talent for ninjutsu and genjutsu. Nah. He can't use that shit. Yeah. You have Neji who is from a branch family yeah. whose father was a disgraced and executed by his family. Because like the 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 shit that went down with the Cloud Village trying to steal Aww. the Biakagon, and they're just like, yeah, I get you want to take my life, but here's my brother. What a failure! Take him instead. In any, um, but yeah. So you have Neji, the son of a of a man who was murdered for the sake of the main family, uh. and he's just a branch, and he knows that he could be sacrificed at any time if Hinata ever fucks up. Uh. If uh, her sister ever fucks up. Nah. And that's a fucked up life to live. So he has a massive chip on his shoulder. Nah. However. Nah. Taijutsu. Is his main thing. Taijutsu is the main. Art yeah. of the Byakugan. Nah. And then you have Tintin. Nah. Tintin. Who is a victim of having a vagina. Nah. Because let's talk about Tintin for real. Okay. Tintin. Is an weapons expert mm-hmm. do you agree with that yeah i mean by definition yes she uses weapons all the other women that we see in their fight look at look at the sakura and Eno fight i know we try to blur that shit from i absolutely worst fight of all time they both of them little bitches took a kunai and ran at each other that's the extent of what they were taught in basic ninja school nah. was to how to hold a kunai and run uh-huh and maybe get a hit in or two. Okay. That was it. Okay. But Tintin, uh-huh. she jumped up into the air, released a whole bunch of weapons, but summoning that shit with her her really good significant amount of chakra, uh-huh. and just was just throwing shit. The problem is, is that Tintin had an awful fucking matchup. Because how is a bitch who can use only weapons in taijutsu supposed to fight a chick with a big ass fan that can just blow her across the room? Uh-huh. How is she supposed to win? You put Tintin up against uh, Kiba, she wins that shit. 
You put Tintin up against Sakura, she wins that shit. You put Tintin up against Eno, she wins that shit. You put Tintin up against, hmm, I don't know, maybe Shino, she probably wins that shit. What's Shino got at that okay, point? Okay, all right, all right. Before, before you let you continue, you just named five of the weakest coming out 12 members, so. I understand, but I'm <laughs> saying that in in today's day and age, Tintin is often ranked as the weakest member of the Konoha 12 when we forget that she is significantly stronger than most of the average ninja that we see in the show. Oh, People who oh, just oh. hold kunais and fucking run. Oh, okay, now you're getting into semantics. Yeah, she, I'm, just, I'm just saying, the Konoha 12 yeah. as a whole are yeah. exceptional yeah. based off of the nobodies that we see in the fucking war that can do just one or two jutsus, she is far better than them. The average Joe Smell on the street, but we are comparing her to fucking Sasuke's and Naruto's, yeah. and that's fucking wrong. My guy worked with her on her weapons techniques. Okay. He trained his entire three-man squad as a team. Okay. I would say that Tintin, Rock Lee, and Neji have the best teamwork out of the entire four options there. And my uh, second best, because Ino Shikacho lends itself to teamwork. But in Naruto Shippuden, that's when, overrated. I, I, I get into that. If you want to get into it, the whole Ina Shikacho thing. It's just they were born and bred to yeah. share a brain, essentially, and that brain is Shikamaru's brain. They do whatever he tells them, and it works for them. Whatever, any fucking. In Naruto Shippuden, in that before the Granny Chio and and Sakura versus Sasori fight, when they have to break the fucking ward on where Gar's body is being kept. Mm. They, all four of them, spread out to four corners and work together to break that ward. And we see them fight against themselves at their current skill levels. And each of them win because they have been trained to surpass their limits time and time again. My guy's a great sensei. Okay. Therefore, Kakashi's the worst. You haven't explained to me about Kakashi's the worst, though. Kakashi is the worst because look at his team. It's Naruto, Sakura, Sasuke. Yes. Who does he teach? What does he teach Naruto? In Naruto? Nothing. What does he teach Sakura? Nothing. What does he teach Sasuke? Okay, but what does my guy teach? What does he teach Sasuke? He teaches the Jidori. After the tuning exams, right? During, yes. Well, in the middle of the tuning exams. So, before the tuning exams, we get a little background on Kakashi. We know that he's from Yanbu. He's tried to have, they've tried to give him multiple getting teams of three because he has no children and that that's what childrenless Jonin do. They lead a team of getting. Uh, it, it's just what they do. Um, and he has failed all of them before Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura because people who don't help their teammates, people who abandon their friends are worse than scum. That's his whole philosophy. And we find out in the future, retroactively, that really he was failing all of them because he didn't want to see Genin die because he's seen what happens when when ninjas go to war and children are too young to be in war, yada, yada, yada. He was traumatized, has a lot of that shit on his shoulders. However, Uh. it's about 30 episodes after, like, their formation of their team and the whole Zabuza, land of the the water, land of waves shit. Um where they are entering into the tuning exams uh, and he knows good and damn well that they only know what they learned in ninja school uh, and anything else that they know they knew before they even met him uh-huh. he taught he didn't prepare them at all okay for the tuning exams all right zero preparation okay why I me mean, why 
All right, what's that to do? Train them. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's that. So you're, 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 you already acknowledge that Rock Lee and company are a year older. So so the whole terms of my guy being a better teacher, they're already a year older. It's like saying, I'm a better teacher than you. I haven't gotten to the crux of my argument yet. Uh, okay. they, anywho, they, they, they pass the tuning exams, get to that second round by the skin of their teeth. And then you see the failings of Sakura. You see you see Naruto winning by fucking farting in Kiba's face. Yeah. And then you see Sasuke uh, go up against a sound ninja and use his Sharingan that he isn't even... Does he, a Sharingan to copy Rock Lee's moves. Yeah. It wasn't nothing that Kakashi taught him that won him that fight. Okay. It was something that guy taught Rock Lee that he copied and used to win that fight. Okay. And then after that shit, he goes and he abandons his two... He goes and he abandons Naruto uh-huh. to go train Sasuke. Just Sasuke. Yeah. Naruto's in that second round of tuning exams too. Nah. Where's his love? I mean, if you tell me what Kakashi could have taught Naruto, I believe you. Kakashi knows how to do the Rasengan. Does he? Yes. You're well enough to teach somebody? Yes. Better than Jiraiya. Yes. Kakashi knows the Rasengan better than Jiraiya. Naruto doesn't know who the fuck Jiraiya is. Kakashi's already his sensei. Oh, oh okay, okay. If Kakashi oh. did not disappear. Naruto has no reason to go with Jiraiya. Okay, okay. So you're telling me at the tuning exam point, whether Kakashi taught him or not, Naruto had the capacity to learn the wrestling. Absolutely. There's no way in hell. How? That, that, this is the guy who still fucking lashes out with the Ninetales Fox. They still have to resolve him. He does that all the way until the end of the show. What? Oh, okay, well, once again, he does he does that, but for Kakashi to teach him a move and then potentially get taken out by Ninetales Fox, only Jiraiya. In which case... Kakashi knows sealing jutsus. He could have strengthened strengthened Naruto's seal on his nine tails. Kakashi at this point already knows who the fuck Yamato is. He could have used the wood style to control the nine tails. Like he does in Shippuden. So now you're blaming Kakashi for the writers and introducing Yamato earlier. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. Kakashi is a terrible sensei. Kakashi taught another man who has the same chalk and as he a technique that they both know. I'm sorry. Okay, let's talk about that then. Okay. There are other ways to use lightning style. Okay. There are other jutsus to use. Yeah. Kakashi and Sasuke have the same weakness. Okay. Poor amount of chakra. Yeah. You use too many jutsus, you run out of chakra and you die. Nah. So why would he teach him the most straining jutsu possible? I mean, he isn't a cheer after all. If he didn't think he could take it, he wouldn't have taught it to him. He ain't no Joe Blow. That matters. It doesn't. That matters. It doesn't. He, 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 he taught Sakura that shit? What? He, taught he so- didn't teach Sakura anything. Oh, okay. He didn't teach Naruto anything. He has a one out of three what was he gonna te- rate of teaching. And then the boy that he decided to, to align himself with chooses to abandon him because Kakashi yeah. couldn't take him far enough. Okay. Because Kakashi's not a good teacher. So it's Kakashi's fault that Sasuke is broken. Okay, Sasuke is broken. They could have shared their brokenness together. You remember that scene outside of the hospital where he has to tie Sasuke's ass to a tree because he's yeah. been a little bitch boy? Yeah. And Sasuke's just like, yeah, you don't know my pain. You can't understand me. You have all your friends and family arrive. And, and, so- and Kakashi's just like, no, all the people you just named are fucking dead. We are the same. And that wasn't enough. Okay, hold on, now, now, hold on. Now. While that is all true, now this is why I blend my my I guess my parenting idea, my parent parenting ideals. You know, I'm not a parent myself. 
if Sasuke thinks he's grown enough to have these kind of I'm going to go to Rochimaru, that he is grown enough because now it takes you you have to extend that olive branch but you still gotta grab that branch if Sasuke wants to have these adult ideals and conversations then Kakashi is not liable because Sasuke doesn't want to break bread with him I am sorry this is different from the uh, what's his face and Endeavor and his child your boy is still a child he doesn't, under, he doesn't quite understand why his daddy diverting his love time to give him his dreams this is Sasuke the man who decided I'm Sasuke Dabi's the same age as Sasuke oh okay my point being is, at that particular point, this is the man, I'm Sasuke Uchiha. My dream is to kill somebody. So he is a more of an adult mindset of someone who's like, Daddy, look at me burn myself. <laughs> so I'm not blaming Kakashi because once I told him, yes, I'm broken too because all my friends and family are dead, I'm still going to Snake Man. That is not Kakashi's fault. And Okay. And also, if you to say he didn't teach Naruto and Sasuke thing, I'm sorry. You think Rock? You, you think my guy taught? Where did my guy teach Neji? What? Why did he teach Neji? He perfected Neji's taijutsu. Perfected his taijutsu. Boy already has a broken ability to fucking being a Huga, having chakra blocking abilities. They and did strength training, cardio training, oh, all the build up to oh, use that sixty four palm shit. Oh. If your body's not physically capable. You can't perform that he shit. He can't. Uh, adults in his own family can't perform that shit. So you giving my guy credit for that, and Neji's not just a, a prodigy. Because prodigy. <laughs> okay, and let's not pretend Ten Ten. Look, look. You you may say Ten Ten had a bad matchup, and she did. But if you were to say that because Ten Ten on fucking Gilgamesh, I, let's not get this twisted. Ten Ten is now Urza. Ten Ten can use any weapon in her arsenal. Is she Gilgamesh or Urza? No, because that's fucking magic. No, 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 no. I'm talking about they all, all they both have ability to use multiple weapons at once and switch between shit. But they are masters at all those weapons. Are you telling me that Tintin? Urza can do that shit because she can literally make swords flow in the air, and so can Gilgamesh. They each come out of their own portal. That's different. Well, once again, when it comes <laughs> down to hand to hand, Gil- Gilgamesh and Urza can hand to hand sword combat the best of them. Yes, are you I believe Tintin can fight with literally any weapon that she has. Okay, that's a hunky door, but do you just like Mike Guy can fight with any weapon you... that he has? Okay, do you think Tintin can beat Mufune? Who's Mufune? It's the samurai. Yes. No, absolutely not. Why not? Because you're telling me that now Tintin can beat Hanzo. Who? The salamander. No, because he can just poison her. But that's my point. She may be a master of all this stuff, but she. But what does that amount to in terms of being a great ninja? Like, oh, fine, she's better than Eno. Fine, she's better than Sokka and OG. Fine. There. Congratulations. Thank you. But, but, but she still ain't shit. Like, no, no, no. Stop comparing her to people with other abilities. If you put her in a weapons matchup, if she wins. I did. I guess Mafune. Okay, th- okay. She's, you're saying she beats Mafune. Yo. So she beats Azuma's two buddies with their weapons, too. Azuma's two, we- two buddies with their giant ass weapons. She, she beats them, too? I don't know who they are. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know their names, but you know what I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. Azuma's two buddies. What, the, during the the Kaku the, co- the, co- the Hila and Kakazu fight, those two guys, one dude with the, the bandage over his nose. No, who the fuck are they? I don't know. You, 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 you tell me you don't know Azuma's two adult friends where they're all fighting Kagazu and Hidon the first time? Or, or, oh my god. Okay. No, no, no. You don't have to bring it up. You know, it's, it's fine. Now, let's assume I know what you're talking about. Sure, <laughs> fine. I don't care. Anywho. Ten, ten, my ten. guy failed with one out of three. 
Kakashi failed with two out of three. Who did Kakashi That's fail? my hot Who did Kakashi fail with? He failed Sakura and Naruto. Oh, he literally has no bearing on their future abilities at all. My guy has a dead student. What? My guy has a dead student. That dead student threw his body in front of Naruto. Okay. Kakashi. My guy's not even on that field. <laughs> What do you want? But no, no, no. But you see how certain that sounds? My guy is a dead student. But Kakashi feels... Kakashi's the only one who had a student go rogue. And yet, he's the protector of the elite village. One was a Hokage. And one of them was the strongest medical ninja in the whole village. Who the fuck... Sasuke goes rogue and that's Kakashi's fault. The best thing we're wondering is Tintin, the mother of Rock Lee Child. That's the only... <laughs> sh- so... My guy, clearly, I didn't even get to the criminal. My guy clearly favors Rock Lee. Like they all have favorites. No, no, no. I, except for Kuranai. Asuma's favorite is Shikamaru. Kakashi's favorite is Sasuke. It is, bro. It, My it, guy's favorite is Rock Lee. It is the same. No, it is blatant. That borders on the line of like, like what the fuck? You saw that Rock- is a parentless child, saw, man. That's what you want. They're all parentless child. Well, I'm concerned. Damn, you ain't wrong. Not Sakurai's parents. Yeah, only one. Possibly Tintin. You know Sugar Show all have parents. Nah, all of them got one dead parent. I don't know children's mom. Yeah, but they have one dead parent by the end of the show. They weren't raised with one dead parent. Okay, you never stop being raised by your parents. <laughs> I do. But okay, okay, that's great. Any, anywho, that, that was okay. That's my hot take. Ryan's is that Seven Deadly Sins may be better than than Demon Slayer, which is atrocious. And then mine is just that Kakashi is a bad sensei. And you already said my take was valid. I, I don't. I'm not trying to argue that he's the worst. You, I'm just saying. You, you he's like, I was trying. And listen, I was trying to extend the podcast, and I should not. But I like this segment, and I would like to do it again. I ain't got no hot take. That that. that well, you'll think of some. Stupid shit to say. Um, anywho, I've been Muffin. That's been Brian. This has been the Blair Buffet Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at Blair Buffet. We might be making a TikTok soon. I doubt it because, like, I'm about to start a new job. Um, and maybe get a house, but I'm honestly starting to doubt that shit too. But whatever. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter at So Very Unrelated. Uh, we will be at DreamCon in July, so let us know if you're planning to go. Bye.